1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: This is the SEC Insider
2: Hitch. (laughs) Presented by your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Go Go local. local. Go with a home team.
4: Uh, Steve Robertson will stop by at 830 on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your card home and save with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Hit favorites.com. F-A-V-E. Favorites.com. We are ESPN 1059 the zone. The Out of Bounds, Out of Bounds Radio app streaming live, theZone1059.com streaming live. Want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast, searching out of bounds with Bow Bounds. Apple Podcast, search out of bounds with Bow Bounds. Man, we had a bunch of winners last week. We gave away a ton of stuff, and that was awesome. Uh, everything from a couple of masters giveaways. Compliments of Tito's Vodka and another one, Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors, and gosh, five pairs of tickets to the M Braves, the Mississippi Braves. So it was, it was a good, good week, and we'll do, uh, we'll do some more this week as we've got more stuff coming in. Tito's um, emailed me, uh, not Tito personally, but um, his name's Tito Beverage, which is phenomenal. Uh, but they emailed me and said they're sending more swag, merch, and gear, which is pretty awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter handle at Bowbounds. Bounds. Your Ag Up equipment text line, 601-885-3776. AGUP.com text line, 601-885-3776. And uh, how about that? I didn't know that Mississippi State and Ole Miss played uh, four and five days last year too. I guess I missed that. Um, yeah, State is fourteen and one that when they walk five or fewer. Let that sink in. I saw that floating around. That's amazing. Let's say that again. <laughs> Mississippi State is fourteen and one when they walk five or fewer batters, and yet they can't seem to to find the plate consistently. But they did mm. take the series from Alabama on the road. Hey, Lamontas and, and Gotro and the team uh, will take anything they can get. I think everybody in Starkville is trying to find a reason to keep Lamonas for another year, and if he can win a few games, uh, then that's what they're going to do. Whether you you know, I'm not saying that people are going to be okay with that, and maybe that's what you should do, or maybe it's prolonging the inevitable. I don't know, but uh, the the you, you kind of get the sense that if he can. Win a few games down the stretch. I still think they're so far from, you know, where they need to be on the mound, uh, which is which is incredible. And, and look, Ole Miss's bullpen is good, good gravy. Um, so I mean, Quinn pitched well. Uh, he he pitched well enough to win. Um, and he pitched. I mean, they he was in there, right at hundred pitches. Um, which as a freshman, you know that that's a lot, and and Ole Miss just can't. They can't close it out. Mm-mm. They can't. Cl- and, and when you're dealing with a team like Arkansas, see, you can probably do that against Mississippi State. I mean, it's just a difference. Arkansas is not dominant, but they're good. They're a good team. Van Horn's, you know, never going to go five and twenty-five in league play. He's just not going to do it. It's not. It's not who he is. It's not. You know, they're always going to have players. They're always going to have pitchers, and. So you're, you're not going to run into this. But Mike Bianco's record is not
3: good. It's not. It's by far the worst season, season he's had as a head coach at Ole Miss. Yeah. Which is crazy to think in 22 seasons, 23 seasons, whatever it is now. I mean,
4: he, he has been the goat of consistently winning. Well, he and, honestly, Van Horn. Yeah. Mike's been there longer, but. You know Van Horn came over from Nebraska. Uh, they have been—they have been the model of cons- consistency and winning. Uh, the only thing Van Horn doesn't have is—is is the national championship. But he's an amazing yeah. coach. And a pop
3: up away. <laughs> Ole Miss is two and ten, with eighteen left. This reminds me of that great: "You are what your record says you are." Uh, NFL audio. Right. I keep going, man, Olmus is better than this. Ole Miss, they look better on the field. When I watch them yes. play, they look like a better team. They don't get run ruled like Mississippi State has gotten run ruled at times. And yet you sit here and go, they're two and 10. Yeah. Like, at a certain point, you are what your record says you are, regardless of the quote unquote potential you show. Mm. I mean, look, I'll take it to the NFL draft. You can ask the same thing about Anthony Richardson. At what point are you what you are on film? At what point does projection no longer outweigh what you do in real life? Yeah,
4: I think it's a great way to put it. And with 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 eighteen games left, Ole Miss has two wins. I don't with, know. With eighteen how you, games left, Mississippi State has three wins. Yeah.
3: I don't know how you find One of more. the teams
4: will have the tiebreaker after this weekend for the SEC baseball tournament.
3: And Georgia took
4: two um, of three from Kentucky. Which well, yesterday you. was tough on Mingeon. If he wanted to get in you know he needs to have a big year to get in play if for some reason something happens at Mississippi State um those were two tough losses even though they're 9 and 3 yeah because even if he would have just split yesterday and come out 10 and 2 yeah then you win the series again
3: yeah but um, losing the series to Georgia is not what you want
4: Bama and Auburn are 4 and 8 so state don't miss within striking distance of them they're not they're far from from out of reach to get to the SEC baseball tournament. Yeah, there's you no doubt. Did, State and Ole Miss didn't want to see Georgia win those two games. Yep. And so that's what, as I was watching that unfold yesterday, I was like, that's not what Chris Lamonas and Mike Bianco wanted. You know, they wanted Georgia to stay at one win. Because if Georgia stays at one win yesterday, you're – you're in such a better spot going down the stretch if you can find a few wins and make the SEC baseball tournament. Because you can make the SEC baseball tournament, go over there and get a couple of games, and it it could get it could get real, it could get interesting, it depends on where your RPI is and all that, which are are both are good, okay? But could only get better as you march down the stretch. 18 games from now, yeah. there's no telling especially that that first game. Oh man. Bianco and Lamonis had to be score I mean scoreboard watching going and with the masters on I'm sure going I can't believe that Kentucky's going to give both these games away.
3: Yeah, brutal. Brutal for me. And
4: Minigone on the flip side, if Mississippi State's going to make a move, you know, and if they get serious and offer, you know, 1.678 plus, you know, uh, Nick Mingione has already been to Starwall. he he knows what the deal is, and he spent several years there, and he would would obviously believe that uh, that he could go there and uh, it's a place that's one big for 40 years with tons of college World Series and he would he would think that uh, hey, I can do this um So well that 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 was a tough one for him. Like I said, they're they're not that good. They're they're a nice team for Kentucky. They're good for Kentucky standards, but they're not that good. And I'm not sold that South Carolina is anywhere close to dominant. I, Arkansas is eight and four. That that doesn't look like a dominant Arkansas team to me. They have had some injuries, but who hasn't? And um, LSU seven and four. Everybody told me before the year the LSU was going to be like that. That LSU was after twelve games would be eleven and one. They're seven and four. Now let's switch gears. and uh, poss- possible return, the ace from Ole Miss.
2: He threw a bullpen on uh, Monday and Thursday, full speed, uh, felt great. Uh, he'll throw another bullpen next week and throw it to some hitters live uh, prior to going to Starkville. Um, and just continuing to progress. If he continues to hit all his marks and, and feel good, um, you know, I, I I would think that he would pitch the, the, that LSU weekend
4: in some capacity. So Hunter Elliott back for LSU? Question mark.
3: Hunter Elliott back for LSU? I know why Ole Miss wants Hunter Elliott back. Let me ask it from this side. Let's say Bo Bounds. This is your son. This is this is Hunter Bounds, who's a uh, who's a high end pitcher, who is a projectable first round draft pick. Maybe maybe like a compensatory first second round pick at pitcher, yeah. but easily could be a first round pick. You see how the record sits currently. We're not we we don't live in a vacuum. All, right. all things impact and matter. Would you, as Hunter Elliott or quote unquote Hunter Bounds' father? Would you suggest that Hunter Elliott come back and pitch this year for Ole Miss if you were his father? Ooh, I'd have to have somebody tell
4: me in 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 absolute definitive terms why that's a good idea. Tell me why you would. It's it- rare you see this. Yeah, when guys have something happen and they start to sit for they long. Don't come-
3: I mean, this is three months now. He's well, no, it's almost, not three right? months, but it's it's uh, uh, all of March. What am I, uh, it's probably a good six weeks. Yeah. By the time he comes back, it'd be all of March, almost all of April, and the back half of February. Oh,
4: you're going all the way to the LSU. Okay. I mean, so, yeah. yeah,
3: I mean, it, it, is, it is a— um, Two months. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a long time. That is
4: a long time. That's a long time. So,
3: just cut and dry, if you were advising Hunter Elliott, would you say, Hunter, come back and pitch at Ole Miss this year? No. Or would you say, Hunter, no. Yeah, no. hang it up?
4: Yes. Yes,
3: I I don't I could not imagine advising someone that I care about to come back, but State Ole Miss Southern. It I don't mean, matter. this is a slippery slope, so we'll
4: see how this goes. You know, according to Mike Bianco, he looked great last week. He'll rev up again this week, and then they'll I guess put him on a. If things continue to progress, they'll put him on some kind of pitch count against LSU. That's
3: yeah. I know why Mike Bianco is trying to get him back. Well, he wants to win. I, I would never in a million this is it's the same thing I said about Matt Corral. If I'd been Matt Corral, I wasn't playing in the Sugar Bowl with that injury. Well he didn't play long. Yeah. It shouldn't have ever been in.
4: What was it? The second? I don't remember. Second anyway, drive,
3: yeah. I so I it's an interesting.
4: Let's go to Lamonas. Chris Lamonas gets his first series win of the year, the out of bounds show, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent Blake Lamonas on winning the series huge for us I mean just us to get a win us to get a series um to feel good you know I mean we just we fought the game a little bit for the last so long in SEC play I, I think it's exciting for our guys and, and they're motivated they know Ole Miss is sitting there next weekend and it's a big deal at these
3: programs it is a big deal I don't want to take what, what why are you laughing? he referenced Ole Miss he's re- I'm just saying he He's aware of what's coming up. A lot of times, coaches are not so forward with what's on the, oh, on the schedule. Oh,
4: he's very, very aware. Yeah. Uh, Mike Bianco's very more than aware. It is. While every weekend is important, this weekend is different.
3: Who's it matter to most? Who needs Lamonis. Because his job's truly. Yeah, I mean, on the Mike's line. the the trophy's
4: still shiny. Okay, it's not as shiny in Bowl even though you still have one, yes, as it is in Oxford. And Bianco has a fat, fat mega contract. Can this? Big fat. I mean, Bianco is getting up there to where, I mean, he has made a ton of dough at Ole Miss and has about, what, like 22 years in the state retirement system? Yeah, I think so. At a
3: 23.
4: high level, 200, I mean, 200K a year probably from the state, and they... Supplement another one point three or four from the foundation. It's 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 good being Mike Bianca.
3: Can these four games, can Friday to Tuesday, get Lamonis fired? Just an honest question.
4: Yes, I'm not could. trying to
3: overplay it, but I mean it's a real. I mean, I mean
4: if 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 he gets smoked. Yeah, I mean, especially if they get out the broom. Ooh, hello! Um, You've won every series, or at least not this is going to make uh, Res Dog and others mad. Ole Miss still has a a more complete team. Sorry, that doesn't mean that they'll win this weekend. would, yeah. would not. I, I I don't give Ole Miss the. I think it's real 50 and the home field advantage is not is not that. It's not that big a deal. Um, it's a slight, slight, slight maybe edge. I don't know. Um but and and Jacob Gonzalez is a game wrecker. So but we'll see. look, man, that Gartman dome. I mean Gartman's not he's not an SEC star. I mean, I mean he's a nice pitcher. Um tell me, you know, we'll see what Cade Smith does. And, and we'll see what happens, you know, with some of the other guys. But, I mean, Gartman's a... Aethos 90 um, he, You know, he's got two pitches. I know they didn't do him any favors in the back, but... And we'll we'll see how it looks. But Ole Miss doesn't have a stud into, it, until if and when Hunter Elliott comes back. Yeah. And if he's Although Hunter Quinn, Elliott. Quinn pitched really, really well.
3: But it's proof... You said this earlier, and I think you can take this to college football. I think you can take it to the NFL. Um, it's that way in college baseball, too. The first six innings, while important, don't necessarily win you the game. Those last three innings, it's where the money's made. It's where we judge quarterbacks. What do you do in the fourth it's quarter? It's the
4: seventh, it's, eighth,
3: and ninth yeah.
4: inning. I had an SEC coach that I very much respect tell me years ago. I've referenced this on the show all the time. He goes, that's all well and good what they, what they can do in travel ball. And that's all well and good what they can do on a Tuesday night. Tell me what they can do on Friday nights in the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning on the mound or at the plate. It's that simple. Yeah, it's where the money's made. I, You know, I'm glad you're on a travel ball for the last five years of your, you know, career. <laughs> the overwhelming majority <laughs> of the time, you can't play. This is, this is another, 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 another stage. And it's the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning on Friday night. That that separates the men from the boys.
3: It does. No, you're right. Hey, flip side question, and Kendall brings up a great point. I asked about what this weekend could do for Lamonis if things go south. Oh. What, if, what if they go positively? If you take three out of four, do you think that can change the tune of oh, the fan base? No question. Even if the rest of the season doesn't unravel well, they've the way got, want They've it? got a tough schedule. Ole Miss does not. Correct. If you look at the next, after these, uh, this rivalry series, the rest of the season is... Much shinier for Ole Miss than it is for, for Mississippi State. Mississippi State has to make hay this weekend uh,
4: against an Ole Miss team that has to be seen there going, how in the hell do we not have at least four more conference wins? Mm-hmm. And then against Auburn, because after that, it gets real. Ole Miss, after their LSU series or whatever, yeah, it's it is a nice stretch of what, Georgia and Missouri and Auburn and
3: Bama? That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Georgia, Missouri, that, Auburn, that's, and Bama. That's as good as it gets. Yeah, you play LSU, but but after that, when you have Georgia, Missouri, Auburn, and Bama, that's uh, you know you can't ask for a better way to end the season. No, and if if you
4: if you do get Elliott back and you get going, you could win a bunch of games and and get hot going in the SEC tournament.
3: It's a smart. That's the that's the play. I I think for Bianco, you've got opportunity in front of you for Mississippi State and Lamonius. It's what we've talked about last weekend before Alabama. You you took care of the two against Alabama. If you can find two against Ole Miss. Find two. If you find two against Ole Miss, all of a sudden opportunity knocks. Ooh, I like the way you put that. Kinda of sound like a coach.
4: Wow. We'll get you some biker shorts yeah. and a whistle.
3: <laughs> would you if you were a baseball coach, not at college, but if you were a baseball coach for a little league team, like your kids' coach pitch or whatever, would you go full uniform coach or would you go like relaxed uh adult softball look like would you go hold on would you go full baseball pants jersey hat looking like you know chris Lemonis and bianco do but for your nine-year-olds kid pitch team or would you or would you just go relax dad like cargo shorts flip-flops
4: well i'm not going cargo shorts <laughs> but i'll go i'll go short
3: and flip-flops hat backwards right. and
4: a t-shirt okay
3: you're going, you're going, uh, I am relax, not dad. wearing,
4: nor would I've ever worn a full uniform.
3: Dude, I umpired for many years and it always cracked me up when 40 year old dad would stroll out in his full on uniform with his kid. And I'm just laughing. I'm like, that Man, guy hasn't tangoed with his wife in 20 years. I don't look, I love baseball and I like making it feel big time for the kids. I get some aspect of that is like, you, you want the kids to feel like they matter. And I get all that and it's the big deal or whatever. I'm not wearing a full uniform.
4: Uh, out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Let's switch to football. The show is powered by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial roofing, number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi and has been for 40 years. Roofing.ms. Uh, Steve Palazzolo stopped by last week. Taught Jonathan Mingo. Um, he's somewhat flying up the boards and uh, maybe a head scratcher for some, but here's why. Steve Palazzolo. Steve Palazzolo on the Ole Miss wide receiver, Jonathan Mingo.
2: Yeah, so he's a fascinating prospect right now, too. So we ranked our receivers on our podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, And I'll I'll be honest. I think I was a little bit low on Mingo. I'm going to go back and and re-watch a little bit. My podcast partner, Sam, absolutely loved him. He put him at number eight on his wide receiver rankings, but he was talking to me out there. He's like, wait a second. I actually want to put him at three or four. You know, he's like, I actually liked him more than, than Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, and and he even compared Mingo to uh, Quentin Johnston, who's getting you know the first round hype out of TCU. Uh, you know, my buddy Sam doesn't love Quentin Johnston from TCU, and he's like, I'd rather have Mingo, you know, in the second, right, with with you know a l- little bit later in the draft. And, and then we had uh, Senior Bowl director Jim Nagy on our podcast yesterday, who said people are sleeping on Mingo. He's the guy that wide receiver coaches around the league are really high on that maybe the draft media hasn't caught up to yet. And, you know, for me, I think a big part of it is the good receivers in this class are all pretty small, right? You have a lot of good receivers. Zay Flowers from Boston College, Josh Downs from UNC, Tank Dell from Houston. You have all these undersized type of receivers. And I've talked to a lot of people around the league who are like, man, I don't love any of these receivers. But I think if you're looking for a big, fast receiver, there's not a lot of options in the draft, but Jonathan Mingo's one of them. He's big, he's fast. It shows up on the field at the senior bowl when he had those one-on-ones against other good corners. Um, it shows up in some of our metrics where we track game speed. You know, Mingo's got maybe the best game speed of any receiver in this class from what we've saw, from what we've seen over the last couple of years. So I, I think he's a, you know, it, it, calling a guy a riser is really just, hey, the draft media is catching up to what the NFL thinks. But I think Mingo... Is start, I'm starting to believe he's going to hear his name called in the second and that there's going to be some teams, you know, maybe looking at him in the 40s or 50s thinking, hey, this is the guy that we really want. This is the big outside receiver that we want. Um, the production's up and down, but the on-field, you know, size, movement, you know, things that you mentioned, all of that stuff stands out in this class of really small, slight wide receivers where I think Mingo, uh, you know, stands out as just a different type of option.
4: Okay, so some of it's timing. Some of it is the fact that you've got a bunch of small wide receivers coming out. And Mingo looks awesome in a uniform. He does. I mean, big, physical, athletic, fast. Now, he did not have the career that people thought that he would at Ole Miss. Um, Not even close, really. And... But in the NFL, where you get coaching 6, 8, 10 hours a day, it's a different deal. We've talked about how you got your wide receiver coach, and then you have four coaches under him in the NFL that all coach wide receivers. And all they do is specialize in, how can I make this guy better? How can I make this, you know, how can I make this dude better? What if Jonathan Mingo goes in the second round and somehow becomes a B receiver in the NFL? I mean, that's the position this day and age. Right? I mean, he had 51 catches for 861 yards last year, but the problem is 250 of that was against Vanderbilt. And then before that, he had 346 yards in 2021 and 379 yards in 2020. Uh, now, his yards per catch was was good, but... Uh, Can Mingo get in an NFL system with NFL coaching where that's all he's doing and become the player that some people thought he would a couple years ago? We've got some audio on Emmanuel Forbes, too, plus a uh, Swag Kelly sighting. Good morning. Welcome in.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family